evening. Good evening, everyone. God bless you all. Thank you so much for the introduction. And thank you so much for this invite in the mighty name of Yeshua to come and bless the people of God. And I hope and pray that each and every single person will be blessed. Um, you will forgive me if my internet connection might not be that great where I am, but we give God the glory that the Spirit of God will still move mightily in the mighty name of Yeshua. Um, man of God, that was such a powerful word that you shared with the woman with the alabaster box. I believe um, it will tie in with what the Spirit of the Lord has given me. And even as I was preparing for um, the meeting and I was in prayer, I actually saw a cloud cloud gathering within my room and when I saw when I saw that cloud gathering in my room I knew that the presence of God was going to be mighty and tangible in the mighty name of Yeshua the cloud reminded me of the children of Israel you know when they came out of Egypt and I believe that that was a symbol also in somebody's life that you are going to come out of Egypt. Your ashes has been a place of Egypt, but God is going to beautify your life in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so without um, any further ado, I would like us to just lift up our voice first of all, before I share what the Lord has given me. I want us to just pray. I know we've prayed already and we've been in prayer and you are in fasting and prayer. But I just want us to also pray, to just pray right now. Lift up our voices and just ask God that let not what you have prepared pass me by. Don't let it pass me by. Prepare my heart, prepare my mind, prepare my soul, prepare my spirit. Any worry, any anxiety that I came on this line with, Father, deal with it in the mighty name of Yeshua. Lift up your voice and just start asking the Father to tear down every walls of worry, every walls of anxiety, anything that will block you from receiving the word that God has prepared for you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Father, anything that will hinder me, anything that will hinder your word from reaching my soul, my spirit. Father God, deal with it in the name of Yeshua. Uproot it in the mighty name of Yeshua. Uproot any distraction, uproot any confusion, anything, Father God, that has been a burden to me, any yoke that has been on my chest, Heavenly Father, lift a yoke and give me your burden, which is low and is light and is meek, in the mighty name of Yeshua. Um, before I start, there's a few things that the Holy Spirit was ministering um, to me. Um, these are prophetic words, prophetic messages. The first one, um, I had to write them down. The first one was for a woman. He said to me that there's a woman who is believing for a visa or you've applied for a visa. This word was very specific for a woman 
you have applied for a visa or you're in the process of applying for a visa in a mighty name of Yeshua, the spirit of the Lord God is saying that that visa will be granted to you in a mighty name of Yeshua. The spirit of the Lord God said that he's going ahead of you. He's going to sort out your papers. He's saying that this process will not be burdensome. This process will not be hard. You will not go through hardship because the spirit of the Lord is gone ahead of you in the mighty name of Yeshua. The second word that the Lord gave me that I want to release is a man. This one is for a man. Now, I'm not sure if this man is on this um, line right now, man of God, or if he is part of your ministry. But the name that I heard was Michael. That's the name that I heard in my spirit and I saw boldly was Michael. And the spirit of the Lord was saying to me that, Michael, you have been seeking God concerning a business adventure. That's what the spirit of the Lord was saying to me. So if there's anybody on this line, if there's no Michael on this line, or if you know a Michael in the mighty name of Yeshua, lift up them, lift them up in prayer because they are worried. They are worried in the place of finances and in business, but the spirit of the Lord God is saying that he has gone also ahead of them. And the spirit of the Lord God is saying that concerning their finances, he is sorting it out in the area of business in the mighty name of Yeshua. Now, the next word that the spirit of the Lord gave me, now this one needs our corporate prayers together. This word needs to be cancelled. The Lord exposed something and it needs to be cancelled in the mighty name of Yeshua. So around 8 p.m. UK time while I was preparing, I started smelling petrol. I started smelling car petrol in the realm of the spirit. And as I started smelling it, I started seeing a black car. I saw a black car that was parked up on the side of the road. But when I started seeing the black car, I started seeing many other black cars in the mighty name of Yeshua. And I started seeing a number plate on it, but I couldn't work out the words or the letters that were on the number plate. But I know that the number plate was uh, a yellowing color. And so the spirit of the Lord God said to me, this word is for more than one person. So this word is for more than one person. If you are on this line and you are a driver and you own a black car specifically, or if you have any family members and they own a black car, we need to intercede for them. The spirit of the Lord God said, um, and he also said that, this is in the nation specifically. He was so specific. The spirit of God was specific. He said to me that this is in the nation of Ghana specifically. This is in the nation of Ghana. And so what the enemy is intending is for there to be an accident to take a life prematurely. This is in the nation of Ghana. The spirit of the Lord God said, and he said to me that this is a plan of the enemy a strategic plan of the, the enemy to take lives prematurely so we are going to pray and ask the father to intervene in the mighty name of yeshua that your family members will not lose their life over any tragic 
road accidents in the mighty name of Yeshua. You yourself will not die if there's anybody on this line who owns a black car in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. We cancel those plans right now and we ask God to release his angels, his warring angels, Father God, to come against every weapon that is fashioned against your family and against you in the mighty name of Yeshua. We decree life over you in the mighty name of Yeshua and we decree and we declare that you will live you will not die to declare the goodness of the lord in the land of the living we are decreeing and we are believing that the lord is your portion the lord is your portion who dare he decree when the lord has not spoken therefore the lord is going ahead of you and he's counseling every plan of the enemy in the mighty name of yeshua dear brothers and sisters god cannot do anything without us intervening on this earth and so as the kingdom of darkness uses physical bodies god is using us to stand in the gap for these families in the mighty name of yeshua and come again the plan and the weapon of the enemy for taking lives prematurely in the mighty name of Yeshua. We cancel the spirit of premature death in the mighty name of Yeshua. You will live, you will not die. Just like Jesus said in the mighty name of Yeshua. Jesus said that the words I speak, they are life and they are spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. We give God the glory. We give God the glory in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so the next word that I just wanted to share with you, um, man of God, I don't know if you can help me out. I saw this number or this this word in the spirit, um, mm. and it was W X Y two one five. I'm not sure what it means, or I don't know if it's a number play, a password. I'm not sure. That's all I saw, and the Holy Spirit left it there. But it's WXY215. That's all the Spirit of the Lord showed me. Mm. Mm. And so if it means anything to somebody, um, let them reach out to you. Okay. If it's a password, if it's a, um, if it's a computer password, if it's a, a number plate, I'm not sure. I'm just throwing in those suggestions but if okay. it means anything to anybody let them reach out to you in the mighty name of yeshua indefinitely amen 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 we give god the glory and so um i'm just going to quickly jump in by the grace of god and we're going to read this word that the lord gave me as soon as you um reached out to me man of god and you told me the program for the end of june to july straight away the holy spirit then laid in my heart second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 second corinthians chapter 12 verse 9 and we're going to read it first and after we read it i'll go through and explain a few points that the lord laid on my heart while I was studying and going back over in the mighty name of Yeshua, this word. So in 2 Corinthians verse 12, verse 9, but I will start from verse 7, and I'll be reading from the King James Version. And lest I should be exalted above measure 
through the abundance of the, of the revelations, there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice, that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me in the mighty name of Yeshua. So we have Apostle Paul here who had a thorn. First of all, at verse 7, he was a man of deep revelation. The Bible is letting us know that he was a man of deep revelation. But he had an issue. He had an issue and that issue was the thorn in his side. And he cried out to the Lord. And he cried out to the Lord three times. But the Lord answered him and said to him that my grace is sufficient for thee. And this is what the Lord said to me concerning this word. That his grace is enough in the mighty name of Yeshua. Sometimes we want God to deliver us from our pain, from our grief, from complaint, from ashes, from moaning. But sometimes God has permitted the suffering because he knows the motives of our hearts. Sometimes God will allow you to be in the place of ashes, to be in that place of pain because he knows the motives of your heart. He knows that if he was to take you out and put you in the palace, maybe your character will not be fitting maybe if it was to put you on that pulpit straight away maybe your character will let you down maybe the struggles of sin that you are dealing with behind closed doors will now manifest in the mighty name of Yeshua and so the Lord was saying to Apostle Paul that yes I know you have a thorn in your side and the Lord is saying to you that, yes, my daughter, yes, my son, I know that you are going through a moment of ashes, but my grace in that place is sufficient for you in the mighty name of Yeshua. So today, even as we, you know, I spoke to Apostle before this meeting, when we had our time of fellowship, I explained to Apostle that the word that the Lord put in my spirit was repentance 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 that if we want to see revival if we want to see ourselves coming out of the ashes if we truly want to see ourselves burning with fire being disciples of Jesus Christ Yeshua HaMashiach we're going to have to go through a time of repentance in the mighty name of Yeshua and that time of repentance is also checking the motives of your heart. How is your heart posture towards God? Yes, if you are in that suffering right now, if God was to deliver you, are you still going to remember him in the mighty name of Yeshua? He knows once I 
deliver you. You might go backwards, back to the circumstances he brought you out of. We see this example so many times with the children of Israel. They are our, they are our biggest example that God delivered them from Egypt. But as soon as they could not see Moses, as soon as they could not see the deliverer, what did they start doing? Oh, bring the gold, huh? bring the silver. Let's make ourselves a God. Let's make ourselves an idol. Let's make ourselves an idol. Because this God that Moses is speaking about, we can't see him. But they had forgotten that God had delivered them from Pharaoh's grip. They had forgotten the mighty deeds that Moses had performed to get them out of that place of ash where they were. In order for them to cross the river, in order, can you imagine water, water, an ocean, a river parting in half and you walking through it? That is what God did for the children of Israel. And the moment Moses went up, the mountain to spend time with God so he may come back and speak to them and share what the spirit, what God himself, sorry, is saying. The children of Israel made an idol and they went backwards. And they went backwards. I want to ask you a question. How many times has God delivered you from a place of ashes and he's given you beauty for your ashes and you have slipped back backwards? How much things has God done for you? How many prayers has he answered? And the moment, the moment you get into a season where things now are shaking a little bit, you are stepping backwards. Your mindset is going backwards. Your heart posture is moving from God. This is why sometimes a lot of people don't receive from God. Because God knows that the moment I let you have this, you are going to depart from me. Hallelujah. But the Lord said to me that in our suffering, in the place of ashes, in the place of suffering, suffering births more grace. We serve a God who is merciful. We serve a God that his attribute, his character is grace. That in the moment where you may even step backwards, in the moment of pain, his grace is even more sufficient in the mighty name of Yeshua for you. It may not look that way. It may not seem that way. But I'm here to declare to you in the mighty name of Yeshua that I'm not speaking mere words. I'm not speaking scripture that I have not lived. I have lived this word. I have suffered. But I came to realize that in my suffering, the grace of God was there. The grace of God was there. All of the titles, all of the, the, the titles that, were, that I was introduced by, they all came by a way of suffering. They were all birthed out of pain. And so I want you to understand that we, we must come to a place where we understand the ways of God in the mighty name of Yeshua. So suffering births more grace. And so when you're going through something, ask the Lord to give you more grace. More grace, Father. 
I know that I'm in the place of pain. I know that I'm in a place of grieving, but I need more grace in the mighty name of Yeshua. In that place of suffering, suffering births spiritual power. You receive dunamis power. You, rece you receive exousia, the authority of God. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Your suffering, that place of ashes, it produces revelation because your spirit is now humble. Your flesh is now humble because you are seeking God. You are chasing after God. And so God is now giving you a different level of himself and is birthing revelation in you in the mighty name of Yeshua. And then the place of suffering births intimacy. Both with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I want you to understand that even though it is three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you can have a relationship with all three of them individually. Throughout scripture, we see that the Father is one, the Son is one, Holy Spirit is one, yet they are three in one who work together. And so in the place of suffering, God will introduce you to his son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And in the place of suffering, when your spirit is still and your spirit is, a, is, is at rest and you're seeking after God, you're chasing after God and speaking to those that are God chasers. You love God. You love the presence of God. That now Jesus will introduce you to the Holy Spirit. And the triune God, the Godhead, will work with you in this place. And you will not be alone. And the word of God will be fulfilled that declares, I will never leave you nor forsake you in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so suffering also births humbleness. It humbles you. It keeps you humble. It keeps us humble. It keeps us in a place where we understand that I'm just a mere man. I have no strength in my own capacity. I have no strength in my own ability. I rely on the strength of God. Only God can deliver me from this place in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so in the place of suffering, it also births purpose. It births purpose. How many people do we know who share their testimonies, including myself, that declare that it was through my pain, it was through my suffering that I discovered that change needed to take place, that my eyes were open, that I received revelation, that once I have overcome this pain, I now have the ability and the strength to help others. The one thing that I can share with you that where my area of suffering was, was with suicide. From the age of five, what does a five-year-old know about committing suicide? And that's how you know that the devil is a liar. What does a child of five years old know about getting a knife, a butcher knife, and piercing it in their chest because they don't want to live? What does a five-year-old know about life? But let me tell you something. 
God is faithful. God is faithful to the end in the mighty name of Yeshua. That I never knew that that which I struggled with would now be a testimony to help others overcome the spirit of death, the spirit of suicide in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so in your suffering, in your pain, it will birth purpose in the mighty name of Yeshua. And in most cases, it will redirect us back to the Father, into the secret place. Because our own strength has failed us. Your suffering, the place of ashes, will direct you back into the secret place. It will direct you back into seeking the face of the Father, the hand of the Father. In the mighty name of Yeshua. And so suffering births faith and trust in God. That's the last one. That suffering births faith and trust in God. If you walk in the understanding of the fear of the Lord. If you walk in the understanding of the fear of the Lord. Faith will birth. I mean, sorry, suffering will birth faith and trust in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so I want us to look at somebody, biblically, somebody who went through this process. And that's Job. In the book of Job, chapter 13, verse 15 to 18. I'll read it for you and I'll be reading in the King James Version. And so we're going to look at Job. We all know the story of Job. We all know what Job went through in the mighty name of Yeshua. The moment that Job heard that his children were all killed. The moment that Job heard that all of his possessions, everything has been lost. In Job chapter 1, the Bible says that Job, he, what did he do? He ran directly into the presence of God. He shaved his hair and he went straight into repentance. He went straight into the face of God. Amen. And so Job said, Though he slay me, Yet will I trust in him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Job knew that his confidence was in God. Job was, was declaring to us and was sharing to us that even though God does this to me, or even though God permits this pain to come upon me I will trust in him still though he slay me will I still trust in him I want to ask you a question when the trials come when the hard times come do you remember God do you remember God or do you shy away or do you complain or do you murmur in the mighty name of Yeshua. 
And Job was saying to us that, but I will maintain my own ways before him. What were the ways of Job before God? What were his ways? That he refused to curse God. That even though you take all my possessions away, even though you take all my money away, even though you take all my children away, even though you, you allow or you permit all of these plagues to fall upon my flesh, I will still trust in you, God. This day in the evening, I want to challenge you. Will you allow God to be in the midst of your pain, in the midst of your ashes? Will you trust God? Let me tell you something. What Job went through was not a joke. The place of ashes for some of us is not a joke. It is not a joke. When you have a family member who comes against you, and they want to destroy your marriage. And this is the same person who is pretending to be somebody that cares for you. When they twist your children's mind against you. And your children want to leave the home. Will you still trust God? Will you still pick up your Bible and pray and read? Will you still sing praises to God? Will you still say the scripture that God, even though you slay me, will I trust in thee? Because last year, this is the place I was in. Besides all the other times that I've been slain. I was in a place of God, what is going on? A place of betrayal. Hardcore betrayal. Betrayal in the church I was going to. And betrayal with family members. It felt like the whole of hell was wide open, ready to swallow me up. I sat down and the spirit of the Lord God said to me, Latoya, I wanted to give everything up. I wanted to let go of ministry. I wanted to just find a rock somewhere, find a rock somewhere outside London and just bury myself in there. I'm just, just say, God, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But the spirit of God said to me, Latoya, have I told you to stop ministering? Have I told you to stop trusting in me? Have I told you to stop preaching the word? I preached the word in my pain and in my suffering. And nobody knew. I was still a mother. I was still a counselor. People would call me for prayer. People will call me for counseling. People will contact me for mentorship. And God will tell me, pray for them. And yet the walls in my house are falling apart. Like Job. But I chose to trust God. I chose to trust the spirit of God inside me. I chose to believe the word that God was speaking within me. Because I knew that God is not a liar. God is not a man that he should lie. Not son of man that he should repent. And so I want you to take one thing from this. One key from this is that God's grace is sufficient. It is enough for you in every circumstances that you will experience in your personal life, in your ministry, in your business. God's grace is sufficient. I am a living proof. I am a living proof. I have lived this word that even though you slay me, though would I still trust in you? When at the age of 15, 15 years old, my mother kicked me out and I had nowhere to go. 
Nowhere to go. Nowhere to lay my, my head. Even though he slay you, will you trust him? In the mighty name of Yeshua. Let's continue up. Um, 16, verse 16. Job 13, verse 16. He also shall be my salvation. For an hypocrite shall not come before him. This is the transparency that is birthed in the place of ashes. This is the transparency between you and God. Are you willing to speak to God? Are you willing to let God know that you know what God? I'm not happy with this situation. This hurts. This season that I'm in. It's painful. And I know what your word says. But God, I need you. I need you to, to carry me. I need your strength in the mighty name of Yeshua. I need you to take my yoke, Jesus. And I need you to, to touch my eyes. That I do not take my eyes off of you. But I stay focused on you. Even in the season of pain. Even in the season of ashes. Are you willing to lay it all on the altar? Are you willing to lay it down on the altar? And say to God that here I am. I'm in pain because that's what I did. I was honest with God. I said to God, this is painful. Father, this is painful. This is challenging and this is painful, Father. But I believe you because at the age of 13, the Lord promised me, according to Psalms 27, that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid of? Of whom shall I be afraid of? That even though he slay me, though will I still trust in him? In the season of ashes, are you willing to trust God? Because God is still looking for those that will trust him. In as much as we trust him, God is looking for those that he can trust. God permitted for Job to go in the season of ashes. Because he knew that I can trust Job. That's why Satan said to God, lift the hedge of protection and we shall see. For some of you, this is what's going on in the realms of the spirit. Satan is fighting and Satan is saying, lift the hedge of protection. Let me see if they will still trust you. Let me see if they'll still pray. Let me see if they'll still try, go to church. Let me see if they will wake up in the morning, leave their newborn baby and praise you and worship you and, and still have joy and speak and still speak life into people's lives. And still bless those who are cursing them. In the mighty name of Yeshua. He also shall be my salvation. Is the Lord your salvation this day? That even though his grace is sufficient for you. Is he your salvation? Is he your deliverer? Are you, do you trust him enough to take you out of the place of ashes? Do you trust him? For an hypocrite shall not come before him. 
Hear diligently my speech and my declaration with your ears. Behold, now I have ordered my cause. I know that I shall be justified. Job was so confident in God at verse 18 that he knew that God would justify him. He knew that God will vindicate him in, in, in the Amplified Version. He knew that God will vindicate him because God is his salvation in the mighty name of Yeshua. And who brings salvation? Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I want you to take up some time and I want you to really think, look into your life. What area of your life are you going through ashes right now? What area haven't you given to God? What area in your life do you not trust that God can vindicate for you? When we go into prayer, this is the area that you will also repent over. That, Father, I'm sorry that I never trusted you enough. I never trusted you enough to vindicate for me. I never trusted you enough to deliver me. And for some of you, I never trusted you enough to understand your ways, to understand that you were just testing me in a season, in my season of ashes, in my season of loneliness, in my season of hardship. In my season where I truly have a thorn in my side, like Apostle Paul said, I never understood in the mighty name of Yeshua. Job knew that at the end of his suffering, he will be vindicated. And so I want to share to you, not all limitations, not all sufferings, which in this case, ashes are all demonic. Some of your pain, some of your suffering will be a test from God. We see with Jonah, Jonah was disobedient. God sent him where? To Nineveh. What did Jonah decide to do? He decided to do his own thing. He decided to go to Joppa. And now the Bible says that God, it doesn't say Satan. It says, Abba, Father, Jehovah, my provider, your provider, your helper, prepared a well ready to swallow Jonah. So sometimes when you're going through the ashes, sometimes when you're going through moments, sit down first of all and check in the spirit. Is this thing God trying to get my attention? Is this pain coming from God? Is there an area of my life that he needs me to understand? I'm not paying attention. I need to pay attention. God is trying to draw my attention. Is it that I lack faith? We must be, we must be believers who are not just powerful behind social media where we can post different posts that jehovah my jehovah jaira jehovah nisi jehovah shalom but we must also be believers even behind closed doors we understand the dealings of god in the mighty name of yeshua we understand the ways of god the bible says that the children of israel did not know the ways of god they knew the acts of god 
We must come from the baby milk and go and become believers who understand the ways of God. But in order to understand the ways of God, you must be taught the ways of God. You must sit under um, leadership, discipleship. Because the Bible says that the children of Israel, oh, they sat down and Moses taught them the ways of God. And so sometimes not every place of ashes is demonic. That's why you sometimes I started I started paying attention sometimes when people ask for prayer. I inquire of the Lord before I pray for that person. God, what is going on? And then once the Father reveals, then we can pray in the mighty name of Yeshua. And so I want you to question yourself. In what area of my life was I not paying attention? Father, reveal to me. Reveal to me. If this is your dealing. And that was the title of this word. The dealings of God. By his grace. In the mighty name of Yeshua. We will go through tests. As believers. We will. It's inevitable. We will go through trials. It's inevitable. But we stand on the word of God. Our faith, our confidence, our trust should be first in the word of God, in our relationship with God, in our intimacy with the Holy Spirit, in our love for Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We see with the disciples, they left everything to follow Jesus. And it wasn't easy, but they did it. Did they go through suffering? Oh, yes, they did. We read their testimonies. We read their testimonies to encourage us in the mighty name of Yeshua. Because there is nothing new under the sun. Sometimes there are dealings of God in our lives to manifest his glory. And keep us from pride. Pride. Sometimes the place of ashes is to protect you from pride. I specifically, we specifically started from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Even though the verse that the Holy Spirit had specifically laid out for me was verse 9. And why did we start at verse 7? Because Apostle Paul was declaring to us that he was somebody that had so much revelation. He was a walking revelation apostle. But God permitted the thorn to stay in his side. Why? To keep him humble. We all know his history. We all know the type of man that he was in his past life. Before he became Paul, he was so. After the tribe of Benjamin, he was a Pharisee. He was a leader. He knew the word. He knew the Torah. And so now here he comes and he, he now receives revelation. Revelation deep. The, the spirit of God, Yeshua himself, Jesus appears to him. And he gives him deep insight and deep revelation of the, of, of the kingdom. Sometimes Pride can creep up in us. And so God will allow certain things to happen to us 
to keep us humble in the mighty name of Yeshua. So as we see with the Apostle Paul, with Job, the apostles, then our high priest, Yeshua, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, suffering produced the glory of God upon the earth. Suffering birthed miracles from our high priest, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And now I'm going to talk about the sufferings of Jesus and how God's grace was sufficient for him. He suffered hardship of the cross, the pain, humiliation, so that we might obtain the more grace through the power of the blood of his crucifixion. He suffered. He was beaten. He was spat at. They were spitting at him. They pulled his beard out. They put a, a, a crown of thorns upon his head. But even though you slay me, though will I still trust in you? God's grace was sufficient for him in the mighty name of Yeshua. So that we may obtain grace, more grace through the blood. So before me and you were born, grace already existed for us. The power of the blood already existed for us because there was somebody who was willing to be slain. There was somebody who was willing to go through the process of pain so that me and you can stand before the Father boldly and cry for more grace and cry for more power and we will be delivered from the place of ashes and receive beauties in the mighty name of Yeshua. The key to greatness, power and victory was not in him fighting back, fighting a physical war with swords. I want you to get this key. The key in this suffering and the key to greatness, power, victory was not fighting a physical war. How many times do we fight with our, with our flesh? How many times do we try to fight spiritual wars with carnality? We see here that he humbled himself in prayer. Jesus humbled himself in prayer. I speak about him because the word of God declares to us, follow me, follow me. We must follow him. We must see how, how did he live his life? What are the principles he applied? What are the keys he applied in his own life? We must follow him. And so in the suffering, in silence, awareness of his assignment, the suffering and understanding that victory is at the end of my ashes, the victor's crown. He received finally the victor's crown. His fighting was in silence in a place of prayer. Awareness of his assignment. In the secret place, as the suffering birthes you to go in the secret place, it will help you to understand your assignment. We all have an assignment on this 
this earth. We all have a purpose in the mighty name of Yeshua. For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans which are good and not of evil to give you an expected ending. God has an assignment for us. And so Yeshua knew that I have an assignment in this suffering. There is an assignment in this suffering. Multitudes are going to be saved in this suffering, in this humiliation. My God. Souls are going to be one. And he received the victor's crown. After you have suffered a while, God will give you beauty for ashes. He will. Is not a liar. He will give it to you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Though hell thought they won by his pain, betrayal, suffering, humiliation, the beauty from his ashes was the power of his blood. Glory, hallelujah. Hell thought they won. And this is some of you. Hell thought that they won. Satan, devils, demons, they thought that they won. When you had no money to pay for this, for that bill, they thought they won. When your co-worker was betraying you or speaking slanderous words against you. But they didn't know that the blood was speaking for you before you were even born. That there is a place of grace that was speaking for you. Grace that was vindicating for you before you were even born. That when you get down on your knees and you cry out, Abba, Father. The power of the blood is activated in the mighty name of Yeshua. Because we have somebody who fought for us in silence. He never spoke back. He never complained. The only thing he asks is that take this cup from me. But nonetheless, God, let your will be done. Let your will be done. Let your will be done. How many, how many of us, including myself, can say, Father, I have no food to eat tonight, but let your will be done nonetheless. I give you glory. Attacks are coming left, right and center. But nonetheless, Father God, let your perfect will be done. In the mighty name of Yeshua. And so, according to Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 to 9. We'll read Isaiah chapter 55. Amen. If you're there, you can just say amen. And it's verse 8 to 9. And the word of the Lord, of the Lord Lee reads, sorry. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Let's just pause there for a second. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. Sometimes we look at suffering as a bad thing in some circumstances. Not understanding the dealings of God. Not understanding the ways of God. And so Isaiah was saying to us, the spirit of the Lord, God himself, sorry, was saying, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. 
You cannot think for God when you are going through a trial. You cannot use your kernel mindset to try and work out what is happening in your life. If you try and work it out according to your knowledge, according to your understanding, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss what God is doing. We must go back to the place of relying on God, relying on the word of God and understanding that his thoughts are not my thoughts as the heavens are above the earth. At verse nine, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Imagine how high heaven is. You know, people look at us people look at the crucifixion of Jesus Christ as as foolishness do you know how many people say out of their mouth well i never told him to die for me so i don't really care they look at the things of god as foolishness not understanding that the ways of god are not our ways our thoughts are not his thoughts not under that person not understanding that the same mouth you are using to say that i don't care about this person that died a few years down the line something will happen and you will cry out jesus help me how many people do we see call upon his name that don't even believe but because of his grace and his mercy because he first loved them before they even knew him because his thoughts are higher than our thoughts he saves them he is mighty to save in the mighty name of yeshua glory hallelujah glory hallelujah glory hallelujah and so the kingdom of god the kingdom of heaven does not operate with what we see physically Please, if there's a scripture that I want you to learn or a scripture I want you to take away from this is to understand that the thoughts of God are not the same as our thoughts. That's why the Bible tells us, let this mind be in you, which is also in who? In our Lord Christ Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. We must take on the mind of Christ because if we don't have the mind of Christ, we will we will mistaken the dealings of god for a demonic attack for a spiritual attack not understanding that god is trying to perfect that which concerns you not understanding that maybe it's a it's a prayer that god is answering in that place of ashes not understanding that before you were born the alpha and the omega had predestined that situation so you can get closer to him in the mighty name of yeshua We must seek to see what is heaven's perspective concerning our lives, which is the perfect will of God in the mighty name of Yeshua. In ending, I wanted us to read again, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 to 10, but this time in the message Bible, because this was the key word that the spirit of the Lord laid on my heart. I don't know who this word is for, but God wants you to learn his dealings in the place of ashes. 
And we're going to go into a time of repentance. We're going to go into a time of seeking him and asking him that Abba Father, for we have received the spirit of adoption. We require Abba Father, that Father, where I had mistaken your dealings, where I did not understand your dealings, where I lacked spiritual understanding, I need you to have mercy in the mighty name of Yeshua. If you're there, amen, we'll be reading in the message Bible, in the message translation, verse 7 to 10. I'll read it for you. Because of the extravagance of, the, of those revelations, and so I wouldn't get a big head, I was given the gift of a hiccup to keep me in constant touch with my limitations. Satan's angel did his best to get me down. What he in fact did was push me to my knees. So the thorn in his chest the, the, or, or the messenger of Satan, what they didn't understand was that they were pushing him to his knees. No danger then of walking around high and mighty. At first, I didn't think of it as a gift and begged God to remove it three times. I did. I did that. And then he told me, then God said to him, my grace is enough. It's all you need. My strength comes into its own, its own in your weakness. My strength comes into its own in your weakness. I repeat that. The strength of God comes only in your weakness. Once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. Did you hear that? Once he heard the word of the Lord, what is the prophetic word that has been spoken over you in the, in the season of ashes that you're ignoring? Or that the Holy Spirit is impressed on your heart and you are ignoring? But Apostle Paul said that once I heard that, I was glad to let it happen. I quit focusing on the hiccup and began appreciating the gift. So now he actually started seeing the thorn in his side, the messenger of Satan, as a gift. Because the strength of God was made perfect in his weakness. This is why I said to you, or I shared with you, that the thoughts of God are not our thoughts in the mighty name of Yeshua. Now I take limitations in strand and with good cheer. These limitations that cut me down to size, abuse, accidents, opposition, bad breaks, I just let Christ take over. And so the weaker I get, the stronger I become. My gosh. In the kingdom, in the kingdom of God, the weaker you become, in your own human understanding, the stronger God becomes in you. As you are fasting, 
as you are fasting your flesh is becoming weak as you are seeking the face of god you are getting weaker but your spirit man the holy spirit in you is getting stronger is getting stronger to be able to be connected to the father in order for you to see that is this place that i'm in the place of ashes is it a gift from god what is the lesson that god wants me to learn from it what must i take from this pain the one thing that i took from my pain and suffering of 2021 i was in prayer and fasting i know it is probably going to sound unrealistic but i was in prayer and fasting from january 2021 until december 2021 i was fasting back to back back to back back to back back to back and i'm asking and i'm seeking and i'm praying and i'm turning my plate down and i'm saying god what is going on god i need you in this season god i need you to turn around these ashes god i need you to change my life god i need you to touch my finances i need you to touch my marriage i need you to touch my work i need you to touch my businesses i need you to touch everything up in my life i need you to touch the ministry i need you to touch those that i'm leading in the mighty name of yeshua and the revelation of god came to me in 2022 those that wait upon the lord those that wait upon the lord the revelation came to me romans chapter 8 verse 28 all things work together for good for them that love god and are called according to his purpose as long as you love god as long as you love god as long as you love jesus with all your heart yeshua hamashiach all things will work out for your good in the beauty of holiness he will beautify your life in the mighty name of yeshua in the beauty of holiness in the beauty of patience in the beauty of trust in the beauty of faith in the beauty of obedience god will perfect that which concerns you and all things will work out for your good in the mighty name of Yeshua. Glory hallelujah. Let me get a hallelujah right there. Let me get a hallelujah right there. Let me get a hallelujah right there in the mighty name of Yeshua. So my question to you, will you let Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, take over? Will you let him take over fully? Are you willing to surrender your heart? Are you willing to surrender your mind? Are you willing to surrender your spirit unto him? Are you are you willing to humble yourself as you are in the place of fasting and prayer? Are you willing to humble your soul and let him take over? Let the anointing destroy the yoke in the mighty name of Yeshua. The yoke of ashes in the name of Yeshua. The yoke of death, the yoke of poverty in the mighty name of Yeshua. The yoke of pornography, the ashes of embarrassment in the mighty name of Yeshua. And are you willing to let him show you what is the lesson? Lord, open my eyes. open my eyes for all things work together for my good and let go of trying to control your own destiny so he can give you the beauty in exchange for ashes 
so he can give you beauty in exchange for your ashes when you have revelation concerning your life according to heaven's perspective whichever way the revelation may come maybe you are listening to worship music and the revelation will come maybe the man of god is preaching and the revelation will come he will speak a word and the revelation will come whichever way god will allow you and permit you and speak to you to understand the revelation are you willing to let him take control take over so that your ashes can be exchanged for beauty today so you can declare i can do all things through christ who strengthens me in the mighty name of yeshua before you come off this line today ask yourself what area of my life what area of my life must i let go what area of my life must i let go so that god can be in the driver's seat so that the holy spirit so that i can become more intimate with the holy spirit so so that i can love god how he loves so that I can, so that i can go deeper in seeking him in the mighty name of yeshua revival comes first with repentance if we want to be a people a generation of revival we must have a spirit of repentance we all know the scripture in joel chapter 2 verse 12 sorry verse 28 not verse 12 verse 28 where the word of the lord says that in 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 the last days i will pour out my spirit on all flesh all flesh every flesh your sons and daughters will prophesy your old men will see the old men will see visions and and so on but i want to cut your attention there is something that we miss out that is key in joel chapter 2 and that is verse 12 from verse 12 to verse 28 before revival came before god released the spirit before god outpoured his spirit the bible says at verse 12 repent repent all your leaders all the priests all the all the people gather together in crying in moaning in weeping and repent render your heart we go back to what was your the posture of your heart render your heart we know that in 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 the bible especially in the old testament whenever they were going into a time of repentance yom kippur whenever they went into a time of repentance they would they would put ashes and shackles and they will go before god and they will weep and they will mourn and they will repent that is true repentance but the lord was saying to them that this time don't render me your garments don't tear your garments no your heart the posture of your heart the posture of your heart repentance is sorry revival is birthed out of repentance out of seeking god out of understanding that father before your spirit fully uses me fully manifests itself upon me 
I repent and I let go. God is seeking for those that he will trust with his power. So many have let him down. They've received power. They've received wealth. They've received, God has opened up the heavens above them. He's opened up the windows of treasures upon them. He's given them insight into wealth, into knowledge, into wisdom, into understanding. But they haven't been able to steward that which God has given to them. Because we have to understand that we must be in the posture of repentance. If we want to see that fire, if we want to see us ourselves coming out of the, of the ashes of that place. We must submit ourselves before God. And so we're going to go. I'm so sorry, man of God. Apostle, if I've run over. We're going to go into a time of prayer. We're literally just going to pray for one minute. One minute on each prayer point in the mighty name of Yeshua. And the first prayer point we're going to be praying is, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, I humble my soul and repent for any area of my life that has exalted itself in pride. Any area of your life that you have not let go. You are asking God for repentance. You're asking God to have mercy upon you. You're asking God to humble you. You're asking God to, 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 to rid you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Rid you of every area in your life you have been exalting yourself above, above him. Leaning on your own understanding. Leaning on, not, not leaning on his understanding, but leaning on your own understanding. We are asking for forgiveness in the name of Yeshua. That Father, in the name of Jesus, I humble my soul and repent for any area of my life that I have, that has exalted itself in pride deliver me from the ashes of pride and any other thing any other form from in your character anything that has been hindering god anything that has been blocking god from moving in your life anything any place that you have not been able to identify that this may be the dealings of the lord we must repent in the name of yeshua lift up your voices and start praying wherever